Well, Zencaster, how you been? We're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, remotely and safely. Thanks to y'all. All of y'all, Stop. we are no, back. <laughs> All right, Stop. y'all, you got what you wanted, okay? Mm-mm. Nah. Separated again for Christmas. Nah, we just want to... <laughs> We just want to be safe. Like, that's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's separated for Christmas. I feel like mm-hmm. we just want to be safe in, yes. you know, in our environment and making sure that we're just keeping ourselves safe from the variants of B2K. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, but let's de- let's jump into, with not getting too deep, um, what we you witnessed could, on last night's episode you of Insecure. One of our favorite shows that are coming to an end um, this coming Sunday, I believe. By, by the time this thing comes out, if you haven't watched Insecure, you're not really plugged in like that. So that's not on us. That's on you. You can get deep. Go ahead. Get deep. Get right. Deep so either, either skip ahead or just listen to the spoilers. <laughs> um, mm. Well, I, I didn't mean, but I mean by not getting deep is I don't want to talk like, you know, line for line about right, right, each right. and every, you know, minute of the episode, but a few highlights from yep. the episode. Um, was my girl Molly and her growth and how her growth has, 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 I love how this whole season was about growth. And I love how we saw how Molly went from the Molly that we're used to, to this season, even though it jumped like a year ahead, a different Molly. I'm not just talking about a hairstyle. I'm talking about who's more open with relationships and friendships with herself, with her family. More aware Um, of herself, how she can get in her own way and how not to do it more accountability um her and torian are a perfect match i hate perfect. the fact that they're, i hate it the fact that they're torian co-workers the whole time i hate the fact that they're co-workers it i feel was, like <laughs> it was i hate torian the whole time i hate the fact that they're co-workers but i feel like they are a perfect match i hate the fact that they're co-workers because i feel like that never goes well um well, we'll never in, know now. In I mean, well, unless, we'll never know. I mean, unless they, we'll see how they. I think they're going to jump ahead in the next episodes. Like the they're jumping ahead five years. Yeah. So we'll see. I also, I also love how Twitter compared. Um, that's, wait, I'm just saying that's that's crazy how she all brought all her boyfriends, everybody around to make fun of Torian, and the whole time it was Torian the whole time. I knew it was Torian from the last episode when he got her that wine and the wings. And he oh, wasn't even was mad over. about the fact that. It was that over. You knew it. So, I oh. was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. Um, but I also right. I also love how, how their dynamic is. I also love how Twitter compared. God forgive me, but Twitter did it. How they compared Tori and Amali in that episode to Bobby Whitney. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> that was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> accurate um with the with the use of drug use at the time um um i love i love the dynamic between um i love how 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 nathan and lawrence had that exchange when the the bros were all sitting down with one another and they were talking and and you know they were talking about barbecue oh boy that whole thing you know that whole episode remember how i told you about squid game how i just can't sit down and watch it i have to like uh-huh. it up and walk around with my nerves ah! yeah. yeah it was a lot of Ooh. that in that episode Ooh. if you've ever seen episode. love jones there's a there's a scene where like darius and his mm-hmm. friend and um how nina Mm-hmm. Nia Long's character, how she had jumped to from being with Darius to the other friend, and they had a similar exchange like that in Love Jones, mm-hmm. where they were talking about something, 
but it really you know, like is implying something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Um, um, I love how there was an interaction between uh, uh, Issa and 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 Condoleezza, and how. <laughs> and the, <laughs> uh, it sucks. I, I really, I really like her in in twenties in the BET show, but in Insecure, I don't like her at all, and it's just, <laughs> it's just sad. It's just sad, mm. but you know, that yeah. was also great. Um, That's where she's from. Okay. Yes, and 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 of course the, the fight scene, at the, end. the fight at the end, what we thought would have been like uh, one of Issa's dreams, Lawrence but it wasn't. Lawrence is low key a dude I don't think I would really like in real life. Like, Why is that low key when it's high key? I don't think I would like him in real life. Like you, like nigga, like who asked? Like shut. Like why this scene? Why are you causing this drama right here? But if we're gonna go there, let's go there. But it's just in like I can understand, especially poor poor Nathan. He bipolar. It's probably embarrassing as hell. He didn't ask for all of that. However, however, it really is all about how Issa feels about it, and we'll see. And we'll Let's see. see. You, you got Lawrence. Got to stop listening to Chad. Oh God! I just need. <laughs> I just want them to be as one line in the show where, where Lawrence says to him, so, "You know, none of the advice you ever gave me worked right. You know that shit never worked right." And he followed it every single time, like an I, idiot. So. Right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Well, we'll find out this week. Merry Jesus. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, poppin', poppin' on the way How far we take it all the way, yeah, 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 yeah I've been going all day and Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast Where we give it to you straight in this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way down to the Hobby Lobby who didn't raise the, rent, who didn't raise the minimum wage to a full-time hourly wage of $18.50. All right? Better get on down there. They got what you need. You can listen to this podcast on the way to cracking and breaking your vocal cords, trying to sing like a teenage Tevin Campbell. Yeah, it's time to stop. That song is not for everybody. It's not in everybody's um, range. There's a GoFundMe out. Or just Um, Octave. There's a GoFundMe out for Tank for him to like, de- like, like to to cancel yeah, that challenge. He needs to, need to do that. He needs to stop people from doing that because people are. That's why COVID is spreading like this. Everybody. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You see? 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 Popping veins. Popping veins. Mm-mm. Everybody mm-hmm. out here is just singing for their mm-hmm. life out here. Sw- <gasps> Can mm-hmm. we die? Singing and not even doing the whole whole note. Just like, can we talk for <laughs> a minute? <laughs> Anyways, let me stop. Girl, I want to know your name. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Man. Stop it. Yeah. But either way, anyway. This is 
the On The Way podcast, Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie V. Jones. How are you doing on this Monday before Christmas? I'm doing great on this Monday before Christmas. I'm doing great this evening. Um, Wow, the year is almost up, and it is crazy. This always feels like a weird time, and I blame the fact that um, this is always a time where people were off from school. Like, we were in school. We were always off. So it's like the in-between times of like, I don't really feel like doing stuff. Mm. And, you know, the more laxed time as the last two weeks of December. Mm. Um, But I've been reflecting a lot about this year. Um, I've already set a whole bunch of goals for 2022. Mm. I'm so excited for what's to come. Um, And I'm not going to let anything stop me. So, yeah, I've just been feeling really good, really joyous this season. Um, Everyone is going to get the gift of love for Christmas. And yeah, I feel like, come on now. It's, ex- it's expensive. That's what the whole gift is. It's you expensive. Know what? With the wrong person, it sure is. Okay. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it also, and it also saves me money because I'm not a real big gift wrapper. So oh, would you okay. rather get something crumpled up or would you rather get something like timeless? True, true. How are you, Khalil? I'm doing really well. I'm doing uh, dwelling inside of the holiday spirit. All of I mean, all up in it. I think that Christmas for me is like a mix of giving. Is is number one. I'll get there in a second. But the reason for this season, which is Jesus, there's that. But right. then the second thing is more so than getting. I bought myself the kind of things I want. Like I just know I've been wanting on my Amazon list. But for more so, I, I really enjoy giving. Like giving people things that they weren't expecting or things that I know people need and they'd be like, right. wow, you know, that's the best part for me. So yeah, um, did a lot of that. I bought my gifts and which is great. I like to wrap them. <laughs> that's really calming. Put on a nice holiday movie, get the tape going. <sighs> Aww. It's really nice. Uh, 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 Someone yeah. gotta do it. So I don't mind, yeah. Once you, yeah, I, it's like a little origami project once a year. It's cool. I know how to do it. It's like you know, I want, or somebody's birthday. I, I'm a good gift wrapper. Um, but anyway, but there's also been watching my Christmas movie. Yeah, oh yeah, I, y'all, Americans, y'all are really shout out. You know, I really don't understand. You know how we just co-opted the whole Christmas holiday and really just taking Jesus out of it. I've been like, I've heard some people this. I've heard some things this holiday season. Um, some corporations would say, please do not incorporate um, uh, uh, Christ into this holiday. Let's make sure I've heard that as well. Family oriented and, you know, everybody involved. I'm just like, okay, I understand the need to want to have a holiday for everybody where we can all just come together during the season. But why don't we just make a new holiday? Like, why don't we just call it something else? Like, even if you, this is not a pressure to, this is not a evangelist call to make you believe in Jesus. I'm, I mean, if you, God bless, if you see, hallelujah. But I'm, this is, even if you don't believe, like, why don't we just do a, use another holiday? Like, I, I don't, do you never see, how are we just going to take, like, we don't do this for any other religious holiday. And I think that when you take the person whose name is in the holiday out, something is, uh, I don't, do we be like for Hanukkah? Right. Do we be like for Hanukkah? Let's not do, please, for Hanukkah this year, don't do any jewish stuff all right you right need to incorporate everybody for uh right Ram- s- for ramadan this year please nothing muslim right <laughs> it just doesn't make any type of sense it makes no sense so there's that uh but lastly christmas movies i'm about to get i'm about to hit them all up love actually home alone bad santa elf friday after next 
office Christmas party, the Santa Claus, the preacher's wife. It's okay, I was waiting week. for that. It's all this week. The one with Nick Cannon and like 27 oh, of the celebrities. I want to watch it. Miracle it, it across. It actually came on tonight. I'm going to watch it on some downtime this week. Mm-hmm. What's, mm-hmm. What, where, did it, where did it come on? It came on VH1. Really? Yes. Oh, VH1. Oh, now, you know, and A Diva's Christmas Carol, sorry, which also okay. originally aired on VH1. And they and so if they putting out a new Christmas movie, I've got to watch that. Okay. All right. And it looks good. Ooh, okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Let's get into this week's special weekly playlist. Top 10 holiday of all time. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week, we have our holiday top 10 of all time. Our holiday albums were a little bit skimped this year, I think because it was a pandemic year. But instead, we're going to give you what came out later. But for now, we're starting our first top 10 list of the year. Top 10 holiday albums of all time. We don't know what each other is going to say. Uh-huh. She's, she, Sylvie's <laughs> got five, and I've got five. Oh, yes. And we'll see if we cross any together. Mm-hmm. But Sylvie's going first. We'll yes, see. I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> Step to the side. Let me say this before you say it. Um, and and first and first, let me just let me just mention this. It's so interesting when we do Christmas albums because it's literally niggas singing the same songs, but <laughs> it's the way that they sing it. Um, so one of my favorite Christmas albums that I like to play every year, this came out in 2001. Oh. Um, it is by Three Beautiful Women. Great. Um, that, that's the one that I was saying that I did not include because I knew you were going to do it. Go ahead. Great. And it's called The Eight Days of Christmas oh. by Destiny's Child. Um, when I say one of my favorite Christmas albums, um, just... just the harmonies, the medleys, like I don't what, even think. What else can you ask for? What else can you ask for? Like the the carol of the bells. Like I just oh. when I say I hear that song and I just like it's just it's amazing. Um, Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle knew exactly what they were doing. And it's not only just that song. Like it's 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 eight days of Christmas. It's it's every song that's on there really hits it for me. Um, I'm so glad and I'm so glad yeah, you that's. With that one. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, and I knew, and I knew you weren't gonna pick it. That's why I was like, you know what? Let me get this out the way. I was thinking <laughs> of saving it for the last, but you know. No, All right, but... you go now. Um, for me, my first one is "Christmas and Chill" by Ariana Grande. This project, thank you. Yeah, that's why I was glad that you just got that out of the way, so I could just go ahead and do that. Woof. Oh man, this project came out in 2015, and I heard it when I was in LA for the, uh, not for the first time, when I was in LA, among many times, but it was during Christmas, and it was like a warm Christmas, and it was odd, but that bought me some real sense of like soul, and comfort, and like something new, and I was out there recording R&B music, so it was like right in the pocket, and it was... 
and we already know how much we love Ariana and that voice. But the original songs and arrangements that she came up for were amazing. I, we just did, um, I just got music directed, so a, a group of amazing singers for Classical Theater of Harlem at the Bryant Park Christmas Tree Lighting, and we did Ariana Grande's True Love, and that was amazing, man. Like, it was a dream, it was a thought, but then it manifested. I had to learn the chords and put the track together and teach the singers the harmonies, and it was amazing. I, I was just so pleased with how it came together, so she's awesome. Okay, that's nice. Um, <laughs> speaking of Ariana Grande, I chose for my second fave Christmas album is her EP, Christmas Kisses. Mm. This is back when, after the release of her first album, I love her rendition of um, Last Christmas. And I wow. love how she did um, Santa Baby with Liz. Liz was um, one of her co-stars from um, Victorious. Mm. Who's not Victorious. Um, who also knows how to sing, and I just Ariana. That was when that was before I was a big Ariana fan, but I knew about it. And I was like, oh, she can sing. Like she's good. Like I like her, you know. And I was like, she loves Mariah. Like from YouTube doing the covers, and then she does the whole high pitch really well. Like and this before I became a stan that I am today. Um, but I did enjoy Christmas Kisses, um, that EP. Wow, so that's two Ariana Grande projects on our top ten of all time. Uh-huh. And that's that's strange because I, you know, I lo- I was a, I was a, a, a opposite to you. I loved her as soon as I heard her voice. I didn't know about her anything, her shows on the TV, on the mm-hmm. or anything. I just heard. Yeah, her I've voice. been a bang- I've been Ariana fan for a minute. Jeff. Right. Wow. But then, but I had never heard of this project. I didn't even know she released a, a prior mm-hmm. uh, Christmas project. Yeah, so that's dope. Okay, um, here we go, number three. The, and the thing is, there are several songs that, there are many songs from certain albums, from certain Christmas albums, but there are, and there are many, you know, songs on, you know, singles, but Christmas albums from top to bottom that I can, that we can play. Number two for me is BB and CC Winans first Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um that joint was released uh BB and CC Winans first Christmas which was released in 1993. Mm. Um <laughs> But yeah, this one has a special place. This was around the time I remember in 1996 my mom had went to Ghana. She went to Ghana for the first time. Uh came back with all the pictures, but she was gone for like 2 3 three weeks it felt like maybe more and i was here with my grandmother and i used to hate when my grandmother watched me i love you nana love you nana so that's a long time to have us in the same house and then my mom she would just but what she did before she left it was right before christmas so she would leave like little gifts she left gifts for my grandmother to give me like at the end of the week if i was like being good and stuff like that and then she gave me this christmas album and so it just it felt like i was connected to my mom but the music was because there's, that's a whole other thing with her and BB and CC Winans, but the music was, it was spelled perfect. The way the thing kicks in, boom, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with jingle bells, uh. right? Hey, 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 oh, jingle bells. Sorry, but it's amazing. And uh, silver bells after that, the whole thing, man, from top to bottom. Love that album. That, that, I can, I decorate the tree to that album. That's Christmas. I love how you threw it back. 
um, in the 90s. I'm going to throw it back as well. Okay. I also love how you chose BB and CC for gospel artists. Um, mm-hmm. I, too, have a gospel artist that I want to choose. Don't you dare. For. Don't you dare. Don't I dare what? Oh, I should have said it first. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think you're going to say what I'm going to say. But okay. if you were going to, oh, well, Christmas by Kirk Franklin of and the course, family. How, how could you not think I was not going to say that? Why didn't I lead with that? What's wrong with me? <laughs> well, now behold the lamp. <laughs> you, you didn't get to choose it. And you should have. Should have. I should have led with it. I'm well, gonna roll starting with Ariana, and then I just yeah. should have said Kirk. Cause yeah, cause you tried to yeah, cause you tried it. That's I'm why. Not playing, I'm not playing. You tried to you tried to one up me. I'm not playing okay. with you no more. I'm not playing. You had, you had the load on your side. So mm-hmm. Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> one of my songs back then. Look, okay. Look, okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, when I was younger, I wanted to be a part of that family. I was just like, what, can I be a cousin? Like, do I got to know how to sing? Is that it? Like, I I really enjoyed this album when I was, like, a youth and still to this day in Knox. Knox. So, Our music director had us learn that whole album one Christmas, and we sung, like, I believe song. it. We must have sung, like, every song, no, different songs at different points. And since then, or if between that Christmas and, like, the second one and the third, when it was still fresh from, like, 93 to, like, 96, and it was just still stuck in your head fresh, mm-hmm. all them songs, bro, like... I believe uh, it. Brought them back two years ago. Ugh. The way that thing, the, that that Jesus is the reason go off, and they wasn't expecting oh, that. Time. I remember the first time we sung it, and we, 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 put, we pretended... And I think we pulled out hymns. Oh no, we just started singing. It was like, not y'all, not y'all did a um, sister act too. <laughs> and so, and right before it it, it bent it, I swear, I I knew it. He was gonna hit because I swear. You took I drums saw, off? No, no, no. I saw people in the congregation. They picked up hymns and started looking for. The, oh, we need to find it. It was like. Angels, we have fun. It was like, oh, it was like, and then it was like, uh, boom, it was like, oh, not y'all threw hymns in the air. We were throwing it, but then the people they look computers like, oh, 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 oh. Sister Mary Claire said, throw your hymns, throw your hymns, throw the hymns, throw the hymns. All right, so which one you got? What's your fourth? I'm not playing with you no more. All right, don't that's you, fine. Okay. Because you don't have my last one, and it's okay. That's fine. You don't, you, I have two bonuses, so now I have to okay, put one of fine. them in there, okay? Um, my fourth one, this is my fourth, this is my third one. My third, my third album is Whitney Houston's The Preacher's Wife soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't choose it, because I was like, Khalil's going to choose this one, so I don't want to, it's too fine. many that we have in common that I know you're going to go for, but I'm like, mm. Let me not even choose this because I'm going to have to just get other extra ones. So That's I'm fine. glad I didn't choose that one. But great movie, great soundtrack. Great movie, great soundtrack. The only thing that could really top a Kirk Franklin Christmas album after this, like after that time period, that like this came out in 93. I mean, uh, that Kirk Franklin came out in 93. 95. Oh, 95, right. Sorry. Yep. You're right. Kirk Franklin came out in 95 with Christmas. 
the only thing that, in my opinion, I mean, there were other songs, and like I said, there were other songs, but albums from top to bottom that was coming after that was 1996, The Preacher's Wife. Classic. Um, classic. Classic. Uh, from top to bottom, like you start with the R&B, they start with I Believe in You and You and Me. Then we get to Step by Step. And then we go to church. And... Now, like you, once you listen to that, you understand how Whitney Houston's, like, not the majority, but like a bulk of her catalog, bulk of her albums, are soundtracks. Like that's mm-hmm. not common, where people can go on tour and people love the soundtrack songs just like they love it, like it's an album, you know. Right. And she really collaborated with the Georgia Mass Choir, had her mom up in the joint. I mean. That was a certain Arista Records, Clive Davis behind it. Like they made a gospel album, and they mm-hmm. and they made it, and it was it's amazing. Joy, joy to the world. Not there's t- there's joy and joy to the world. Then there's mm-hmm. oh, then there's I love the Lord. Oh, then there's oh, 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 oh. <laughs> then oh, I go to the rock. Hold on, help is on the way. Just sometimes when it's not even Christmas, you can listen to this. Because some of these songs, they're not even <laughs> about Christmas. Right. But the Preacher's just... Wife is like a Christmas movie, but it's like also, it also cannot be one. I'm sorry, I lied. This is the definition of Christmas, because it's all about Jesus, these songs, right. during Christmas. Which is what makes it hit so hard, I guess. And then and then the kids, if you ever, if you ever direct in a youth choir, but the uh, who would imagine a king on the kids, the parents will love it. <laughs> um, classic movie. Oh. Have to watch that sometime this week. Yes. Um, I'm glad we're sticking in the '90s because I'm a '90s baby. Oh. I'm yes. going to stick with um the '90s theme a little longer, and I'm gonna go with uh the Christmas Collection by Boys to Men. So <laughs> I didn't like until like I got a little older really appreciate this project um but back then i got introduced to this project um on that episode of the fresh prince remember when they were supposed to sing for like nikki's um christening or something and um will have to go through all these things and they actually had like let us know play there and that's when i first heard it i was like oh this sounds like Beach and brian mcknight classic they also did silent night classic like do they know class whenever they do whenever somebody sings do they know like ish mm-hmm. clap classic um but i feel like the harmonies again just like destiny's child voice to men got those harmonies sound sound like just that's it it's them yeah. it's them and brian them. park and brian park we tacked the end we tacked um let it snow on to the end of True Love and made it a medley, so mm-hmm. we got those harmonies tight too. That classic singing "Boys to Men" at Bryant Park wasn't was that was a dream come true. That was great. Okay. Um. All right. What's your four? Number four. Number four is "Merry Christmas" by Mariah Carey. You mother. 
This was my bonus, you know? This was my bonus. But you wanted to take Kirk, so now you made me had to go dig into my bag, okay? Wow, it, it, it didn't have to be like this. It didn't oh, have okay. to be like this. It's okay. <laughs> no, come out of there. Don't really be in your no, feelings. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. I'm totally fine. Oh. Because <laughs> the way I was about to hit you with this album as my last one, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, now how it feels. Now the Lord was on my side (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's okay it's all right that's why we have that's why we have extras it is no this one so honestly i didn't find this album till like honestly in the last decade even though it came out in 1994 but it was during the resurgence after love love actually really i think love actually is what really introduced me to all i want for christmas is you cuz i knew i knew it like in the background i knew it but the end of that scene at the end of that movie is so classic and becoming iconic it's just i don't know something about it just wrap it ends the movie perfectly and then finding out who really sung that i was like oh that's the mariah song mm-hmm. and then after that i went back and paid attention to the album and it's Mariah V. Carey singing one Christmas songs, but also doing the choir thing as well, giving reverence to Jesus during uh-huh. Christmas and doing it well. Um, All I Want for Christmas is You, of course, we know that's amazing. We just also, we did a version of Silent Night, her version of Silent Night in the, in the park. That end, sleep, sleep, mm-hmm. sleep, and mm-hmm. heavenly, heavenly peace. That part... That part is <laughs> that that makes the song. Um, it just gives it a whole different spin. Her "Oh Holy Night," you hear her range. The beautiful thing about Christmas songs and why people can do them so many times on different albums is that the range, like the they're not easy songs to sing. And right. Depending on which key you pick, you can really show off what you can do and do different arrangements and compositions of them, and they're timeless. You don't have to pay for them anymore. They're like their public domain at this point but in that one and then she's her version of uh joy to the world joy to joy the world to mm-hmm. all the boys and girls the upbeat, yep. yeah and then i love her version of jesus oh what a wonderful child like that's mm-hmm. become like a church classic like so yeah love that album Okay, for my last album, since yeah. you want to take... I'm safe now. You, you ain't going to get this last one. And that's fine. I won't. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring it back to last year's release of A Jaguar Christmas, the orchestral Oh, yes! Great! Yeah! my girl. That my deserves. Girl, my yes. fa- one of my favorite singer-songwriters, Victoria yes. Monet. Yes. Um... I played this while putting up my tree last year. Um, oh, that's perfect. Because I love Jaguar so much and never oh. get tired of playing that album. Oh. The fact that she had the orchestral arrangements. That thing to is this stirring, is bro. Popping. Oh. Like, it's not like you're just listening to the song. It's no, you're listening to the song, but in all. a holiday theme. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a difference and it's. It's just perfect. Like yeah. it's it's perfect. Oh, There's I'm no so lyrics. Glad you said that. It's just it's just melodies and vibes and yeah. You can sing along if you know the real words of the right. song if you want to. But or like I usually do. Or just sit back and catch a vibe. Just sit back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so good. 
Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Like, more than anything that we picked each other's albums, our list, I'm really excited to um, listen to all these albums in the playlist. And that's going to, this is mm-hmm. going to, this is going to um, definitely bring bring in the, I mean, it's, I'm already feeling it, but this is definitely going to stir up the Christmas spirit real good. Um. All right. Wow. What's your last one? For my last album. The Warmest Winter Ever by James Fauntleroy. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, this one is one of those that I always kind of forget about until Christmas. I'm sorry, King Fauntleroy. I'm sorry to say forget in your name the same sentence. But I think it's because I don't want to ruin it during the year because when it comes around during Christmas, it always sounds so fresh. And it just, it really, I'm a seasonal kind of music person. Mm-hmm. And this really stirs up the season for me. Um, James is another great singer-songwriter. Right. Who harmonizes, like, I don't know, like, Velvet. Like, like Who works with all your favorite singer-songwriter harmonizers. Exactly. Writes for them. Exactly. Um, yeah. Some and of so, your favorite intros are probably written by James Fauntleroy. Exactly. And you probably didn't even know it. And you probably like, why is this song not so long? Like, why is this song only like a minute? And and and, and that's James, and it's great. And it's perfect, right? Um, so his, I, I love so many songs on this album. Stocking Stuffer, uh, Give You Love, Christmas Every Day, Christmas Every Night. You can get it. <laughs> uh, open up the dreaming. This, it's a full. It, it just makes you it really reminds you just like if you if you it reminds me like literally commercial the commercial version of christmas of sitting in front of a fire with some mm-hmm. hot chocolate and a sweater and just and with a blunt though oh, <laughs> and, <with laughs> chill, and just chilling right yeah i don't have any bonuses you took all of my bonuses that I had uh, to use up, so I, I have no bonuses. Good. I think we're good with this list. Yeah, um, I don't think I needed me to put my other. Yep, no, yeah, I think we're good. All right. Yeah. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the albums Evergreen by Pentatonix, A Different Christmas by Bryson Tiller, and A So Icy Christmas by Gucci Mane. So Speaking of Mariah Carey, how we just spoke about her, um, did you know that her classic song "All I Want for Christmas Is You" um, goes number one? It's it's number one, of course, like it is, but it's number one for the third holiday season in a row. Now, the song was originally released in 1994, mm. and it first went number one in 1999, so five whole years later. Mm. Right. That's but okay. That makes sense. That makes sense, right? right so right. now, fast forward to ten years later, right? Because twenty nineteen, yeah. no, 
20 years later. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. What you say? What was the first year? Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. fast. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. So fast forward to 20 years later in 2019, mm. it went number one. 2020 went number one. And now 2021, it's number one again. Um, topping the Billboard charts at number one. Um, now, I- this, this is amazing. Now, the only thing I, I just don't understand, the only thing I don't understand is how come it hasn't been number one for all these other years. So I, I find it hard to believe that it just became number one for the first time consistently in 2019. Um, You know what it is? I don't, I don't, don't quote me on this, and I don't think it's like 100% accurate, but I also feel like it has a lot to do with like social media's and how it's used, right? Like, True. for example, could be TikTok. Right, right, right. Could right. be, you know, Instagram and videos and stuff like that. Because you see it in commercials, yes, but you hear it more through your or through the medias. Right. You True. know, and that's how things get streamed up. That's true. And I'm thinking that that has something to do with it. I think it's a mix of that and love, actually. I think she got to give it up to love, actually, boy. Yeah, that's probably another reason as well. But Mm. either way, Mariah, this song will be out timelessly for generations. And I'm not mad at it. I mean, I know some people are probably sick of the song. I'm really not sick of it. I'm not sick of Um, it. I don't listen to the radio anymore. So I I play it when I want, you know. Right. But even like I'm not sick of the song in general. Like I, I don't want to hear it in like summer. But I'm right. not sick of it around the holiday season because I feel right. like it's a part of like the holiday season type of thing. Exactly. So, shout out to you, Mariah. Mm-hmm. On the way, listeners, tell us some of your favorite Christmas songs. Tweet us in on the way weekly and let us know where can it go. And we'll be right black. Oh, so bright. Once you come, I got my tonight. Time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Lil? This week it was announced that Spike Lee is returning to Netflix and he has signed a multi-picture deal with Netflix. Um, they've already produced The Five Bloods. They produced... Um, they produced She's Got... Uh, the television version of She's Gotta Have It. There was also a... Uh, what was it? Rodney King? They'd also... Uh, they have a sci-fi film under their belt together, See You Yesterday, and then uh, Rodney King had a one-man show, so they're not strangers. But this is um, this is really dope for, Net, for for Spike because Spike is he's one of the he's one of the original all-black production companies that was established that gave black people a, a, a 
real artistic voice in film. And but the fight for a production company is always how to have their films and all like that mass distributed. Like who's the studio right. who's gonna do it? So as long as you can team with a studio who can get your work out there, um, or be the studio to get your work out there. But if you can team with one, then the only thing that I think about about Netflix is that sometimes I love the the quality of the movies goes up and down. Like you yeah. know, sometimes you have a great Netflix original and sometimes you have an okay one. But if we have Netflix originals that are going to be Netflix original, Netflix slash uh, 40 Acres and a Mule, uh, which is Spike Lee's company, uh, uh, productions then i think that netflix is doing a really dope thing i feel like that's a good balance as well um Mm -hmm. i hope that there are good quality movies as spike always does um my only concern would be the length of the movies yeah and the information yeah and and the information that we probably could have kept out you know like in five bloods wonderful movie there was like a 40 minutes of it where this could have been condensed to probably 10 and taken out. Um, And then we don't even have to talk about Chirac, which is my least favorite. Um, Never saw it. Never saw Chirac. I think that was like an Amazon release. Never saw it. But yeah. It was something. Um, (laughs) But God bless. I love Spike. He's one of my favorite directors. So I'm excited for this. I want to see exactly what he wants to come out with. Um, maybe he's going to also allow some of his other films to be on Netflix and stay. Who knows? Um, would love to see those classics whenever. Word. Um, that would be dope. Netflix, yeah. Netflix, I, as soon as George Floyd passed last year, Netflix going to did the whole uh, celebrating Black Voices movie mm-hmm. playlist thing. So if you're really trying to be about that, give Spike Lee a home i mean if that's what he wants like it's just if, the way yeah that, if that's what he wants yeah the way that hbo has like you know hbo then they have like the different hubs they have hbo then they have max then they have mm-hmm. dc then they have or the way that disney plus has star wars marvel uh, right. uh disney the, the national geographic netflix y'all should definitely have like a just a whole spike lee Section. I agree. And yeah. when it comes to these streaming services, since they they seem to be more popular over like regular cable nowadays, I hope the plus side of it, since when you do have several streaming services, it just equals up to one cable bill. I hope the plus side of it is that we do get those select films that we can't just get, like, you know, like the Spike Lee films or like the fact that HBO Max has um, like like the collection of Martin, right. you know, like I hope we still get, get to select certain things that we cannot just see um, anywhere else. For sure. So we'll see what comes up in 2022. All the way listeners, what's your favorite Spike Lee movie? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go? And we'll be right back. Together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. It's a wrap. 
It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving. When we can be alone, we can be with others without using them as a means of escape. Mm -hmm. So I got this quote from the late and great bell hooks who recently passed away. Um, and it spoke to me because it was different from the usual motivation quotes that, that, that I usually uh, pick and choose from. Um, but it spoke to me because it, 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 it seems to me as like an, another form of reflection and also in a way of self care mm. and um, like, just like mental care, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are times where we feel like we have to be around people, you know, and it's that attachment. And that could be stemming from like, you know, things that happen as a child and things like that. Mm -hmm. But we feel like we have to be around others. We need to know how to really love ourselves and be with ourselves and be okay with being with ourselves Mm -hmm. so that we can be comfortable enough to be around other people and to love them fully, mm-hmm. you know, and to mm-hmm. not just love them selfishly. Like, I want to only be around you because of what you, what do, you for do for me. What you do for me. Come on. Come on. Look <laughs> Come at on. You. Pass Come the collection on. plate around. Pass the collection plate around. <laughs> okay? Let me get my washcloth to um pat my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, But in all seriousness, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, um, and I've taken a lot of time for myself for that, just to make sure, like, even when I don't feel like I'm, I'm in the right energy, I don't like being around other people, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like I'm going to give that off or I, I don't feel great about myself. So I want you to make me feel great. And that's disregarding you and how you feel at the moment, because it's only about me, mm-hmm. you know. So when I can get myself together and I can feel good about myself. Right then I'm comfortable going around because if you feel like you need to unload, I'm not going to sit there and let you unload on me. And, and I'm going to be like, Oh, well, Mm -hmm. girl, go away. Like, I'll be like, okay, you know, let's work through this together, you know? And sometimes Mm -hmm. you need a a, a person or a friend to vent to Mm -hmm. and be okay with letting them release without having to say like, I don't know how to deal with this, Mm -hmm. you know? Completely. I'm so glad that you chose this quote. I had saw it. I wasn't. I wasn't as familiar. I don't. As I. I didn't believe I was as familiar with um, with Bell Hooks' work, and then I recognized what some of her work was, and then I mm-hmm. kept hearing some of her quotes, and I was so. This one definitely hit me, and I was so glad that you chose this because I saw it early, and I was like, oh. Uh, uh, but regardless, um, this one hit me just because my philosophy is you have to like I I, I grew up as an only child. So I see, I know the value in knowing how to be alone and not be lonely. Right. And then also, you know, being, still being able to admit when you do feel lonely and don't, knowing how to cure that, but it won't be because I'm alone, you know, like I, I'm so comfortable being mm-hmm. by myself, maybe sometimes too comfortable. Um, but, and, and that's something to, to be mindful of. But there's nothing like, in my opinion, I hope this doesn't sound cynical, but 
you came, this has been my experience, that you came into this world by yourself, you're going to leave this world by yourself. Like, you can't take nothing with you. You right. can't take anybody with you. And that's all that you that you have. People are, are great, you know, but people are people. And no matter who mm-hmm. they are to you, you're how close they are, people will let you down. People will disappoint you. Not be, and mm-hmm. even if they, even with the best intentions, even if they don't mean to, but people are people. And at the end of the day, the only thing, like that's just how they say, you know, you can't control what anybody else does. The only thing you can control is how you respond, is how you react. And once you learn, once I've just gotten to a place, especially during the pandemic, it was. It's such a it was a such a horrible and it still is it's a, such a horrible time of death and loss, and you know we want this to end as soon as possible. But with the time, I just found such solitude and sanctuary and like and being mm-hmm. alone or, or right. just to get get flush out my thoughts, get things done. It, it was I I can appreciate it. So and it's also well no I won't go there but. It's just value in knowing how to be alone. Amen. And knowing also how to have friends so that you can have the right friends and have the right relationships with people, not dependent relationships. It's good to Mm -hmm. know how to be independent so you don't have to be dependent, obviously. Duh. Okay. I'm done. If you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can find all my music and videos on the Apple, Tidal, and Spotify and also subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Khalil X Daniel. You can do that by going to my website, KhalilDaniel.com. Got some videos coming this. Got some videos coming for ya. For ya. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I told y'all. It's that Can We Talk challenge. Got niggas just singing just to sing. Niggas <laughs> just singing just to sing. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, mainly on Twitter. That's my favorite app. Um, at Sylvie Jones. Please don't tweet me. I'm not going to respond. Kidding. <laughs> kidding, but not kidding. Um, <clears throat> my fitness advice for you this week is to please, please, if you have stopped for whatever reason, go back to social distancing and taking your space. Um, I know we want to be around each other for this holiday season. But we have to be very cautious about um, the germs that are just going around. Like, let's just call it all germs and be very cautious about all the germs that are going around. Um, do what you can to boost your immune system as much as possible um, and make sure that you're getting a little bit of exercise a day. At least a little bit a day, if oh, not well, a few yeah, times a week. Yeah, yeah, if you can, Try to get as right. much vitamin D if you can. If it, it's sunny where you are, it's winter mm-hmm. now officially, so... Right. Uh, it's, it's aka twilight so try it. to get as much vitamin d as you can mm-hmm. and if you can't get any from the sunlight please at least make sure you are vitamin up yeah boost that immune system as much as you can on a daily basis because germs is at a rapid speed and rapid they're taking out speed. they're trying to get to through any and everybody nowadays that's so, right take care of thyself 
take care of thyself. I also say get your vaccinations, get whatever it is that you need to get to uh, arm yourself from this virus because it is not out here. No. Um, uh, you ain't got to tell me twice. I'm already on a personal lockdown. You ain't got to wait. I ain't got you ain't got to tell me to wait for New Jersey or New York or whoever to lock it down to the end of the year. This is where you can find me. All right. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho. Oh, Santa, don't come in here. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find me on the face. You can find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way pod and on our Facebook and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple podcast app. Um, you can also share this episode with a friend with someone, bring up their holiday spirits and seasons, or give it to them as a gift. Saying I'm not playing, don't come up in here. We don't got no cookies for you. We don't got nothing for you. We ain't even got no hand sanitizer. We ain't got nothing for you but a face full of mace. Oh my not God. up in here. We don't want none of that ho-ho-ho spirit, nor we don't want none of that on the crime. Don't bring that Omarion up in here. Oh my you, God. And, you and the reindeers, y'all to go on about your business. Just pass us on by. The Lord got us covered. We good. Jesus. Amen. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I didn't even like the way that came out of my mouth. Merry Christmas. Happy and, holidays. Uh, yes. We'll see you for Kwanzaa. <laughs> Ram Bay. <laughs> Ram Bay. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas.